Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Welcome once again to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast and our series recap of 10 ways to not be a millionaire. As always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe. Please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you happen to listen. Clicking stars, leaving reviews really helps us reach the literally millions of other young families out there that are just like you. Now, if you actually do want to be a millionaire, you do not have to worry. This series wasn't just for those people who are looking for financial ruin. If you avoid doing these 10 things, then you could be well on your way to millionairehood as well. Why I did this series, other than enjoying doing my game show announcer voice, was to highlight some easy traps people tend to fall into when it comes to money. As I've said for a very long time now, you don't need to have anxiety when it comes to money. And with the right mindset and a few steps in the right direction, you can make really huge strides. So every stride you take, every step you take, be proud of yourself as you take them. If you take even one step forward as a result of listening, you're better off than you were before. So I'm going to run through a recap of all of our 10 ways to not be a millionaire. Think about which ones would be most important for you to take action on today. And back to my game show voice. First up is saving late. Saving late is a great way to not be a millionaire. Someone who saves $500 a month at 10% for 30 years winds up with over $1.1 million. Someone who waits 10 years and then starts the same exact program would wind up with less than $400,000, over 60% less saved up. So saving late is obviously a great way to not be a millionaire. The second great tip was on missing the match. Your company may try to give you free money, a 100% return, through a company match on your 401k or other work plan. If you do not want to be a millionaire, this is obviously critical to avoid. Free money is going to double what you'd otherwise have saved up. Again, one of the largest traps when trying to not be a millionaire. Number three was rushing past the Roth. Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks grow completely tax-free. What a disaster! What better way to not be a millionaire than by paying as much tax as you possibly can? The growth will likely be much more long-term than your actual contributions, so by avoiding the Roth, we can ensure all of this growth can be fully taxable. Disinterested in disability came in at number four. Who wants to think about becoming disabled? That's no fun. While avoiding thinking about something unpleasant, we can also help ourselves to not be a millionaire. For a young family, your future income potential is your greatest asset. If you make $100,000 now, then over the next 30 years at 2% wage growth, you would bring in over $4 million. A huge asset that is exposed by not having disability insurance protection. Being more likely to occur during your working years than death, Being disinterested in disability can certainly be a great way to not be a millionaire. Next up was budgeting backwards at number five. By only saving what may be left at the end of the month, you can put yourself in a great position to have nothing left at all to save. 
pushing you further away from millionairehood and overall wealth. If you were to actually save first when getting your paycheck and then only spend what was left, you would put yourself in a position of excellent, consistent savings. Certainly something you want to avoid if you do not want to be a millionaire. Piggybacking on number four, pretending you can't die is another great way to risk your largest asset as a young person. That future income earning potential by not having proper life insurance coverage. Who cares if your family may have to sell their home and miss out on their goals? Certainly not someone who does not want to be a millionaire. That's who. Blowing the bonus comes in at number seven. This is another great way to not be a millionaire because it pushes down your wealth in two ways simultaneously. By treating your bonus or tax refund for that matter as free found money that you can spend guilt-free, you can not only avoid potentially huge long-term future investment growth and wealth creation, but you can also raise up your standard of living making it more difficult to retire down the road. A $5,000 bonus for 35 years is $175,000. A saved $5,000 a year bonus growing at 10% for those same 35 years is over $1.3 million. Over a $1 million difference that any person who does not want to be a millionaire should certainly want to avoid. Number eight is getting good debt gone. By paying down lower interest rate student loans or mortgage debt, we can shun the opportunity cost of investing that money instead. If an investment makes 7% long term and your mortgage is at 3%, saving 3% instead of making in this example 7% can potentially be a great way of not being a millionaire. Furthermore, by putting more money into an illiquid asset such as a home, If we were to lose our job or have some other financial hardship, we would be more likely to have to immediately sell our home with more money tied up in this illiquid asset. Again, likely a great way to maybe not be a millionaire. Almost rounding us out here at number nine, saving for college over retirement can be an especially clever way of helping us to not be a millionaire. We love our kids and want to help, so there are great emotional ties that can help us save for something like college. Which loans are available for and which we could help our children instead make more manageable payments down the road versus saving more for retirement, which loans are not available for at all. Potentially putting ourselves in a much more difficult position where college is paid for and we do not have enough to meet our own retirement needs. Last on our list, number 10 is living for lifestyle. Why this is such a great way to help you to not be a millionaire is that it's so much fun. Spending a greater percentage on our budget, on cars and houses and other shiny objects can feel great and simultaneously it can push us farther away from being millionaires. Spending just an extra $500 a month on lifestyle items for saving that same $500 a month towards ourselves for 30 years would grow to over $1.1 million, assuming a 10% example rate of return. Once again, if you do not want to be a millionaire, something again to be avoiding. So that is it for our recap. Hopefully you can connect with a number of these items because, you know, obviously no one really wants to be financially insecure. 
So ask yourselves, do you save everything that you can? A few hundred dollars can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars down the road. Do you have sufficient life and disability insurance? If not, you have millions of dollars in future income earnings unprotected along with your family's welfare. What do you do with your tax refund or your bonus every year? Do you treat it as free money or do you treat it as a way to supercharge your wealth? Do you take advantage of your company's match? How about the tax-free growth of a Roth IRA or Roth 401k? Do you focus on saving interest on your loans by trying to pay them off early, regardless if they're a mortgage or a student loan or something that has a tax-advantaged interest rate to it? Or do you focus your extra money on actually creating new wealth? Wealth is what you have, what you save and grow, not what you make. A $1 million portfolio generates $40,000 a year using the rule of thumb 4% in retirement. Those are the rule of thumb what I can withdraw from my retirement portfolio. Are you on track when you look at $1 million equates to $40,000 a year? Are you on track to have enough for your own retirement needs? For our next series to come, I'm jumping back into the more serious side of things. No more stories, no more game show announcer voice. 2022 has been one of the most tumultuous years on record, with the main driver being sharply rising interest rates. As of the time of this recording, both the global equity market, so the MSCI, ACWI, IMI, not for you, but specifically for compliance purposes, and the global bond market, Barclays Multiverse, again, specifically for those great folks over at Compliance, So both the global equity and global bond market are down over 20% on the year, an unheard of occurrence really in our lifetimes. So I'm going to remix a number of my past episodes that may be particularly helpful with what is going on right now. Episodes that help keep us all on the right track with a healthy mindset and perspective. We're going to call it the Remix for Rising Rate series, so make sure to check it out. We really live in just a completely amazing time where I can jump on here, grab a microphone, and connect with you in this way. So if you can take it and run with it, great, fantastic. If you take one step forward and feel good about it, then I'm I'm happy. This is what I'm doing here. This is why I'm here to record all these to help you guys out there. If it feels overwhelming, though, if you have questions or you just want someone else to kind of help you get all this stuff in order so you don't have to know exactly where you're going and what path you're on by yourself, head on over to our website at enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. Click Ask Joe to connect. Or you can just reach out to me directly using my wealth management firm, New Horizons Wealth Management at nhwmllc.com. I probably have helped someone just like you. So thanks so much for joining me today, and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the series to come. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.